0: This is episode 7 of This Is Us 2 with Mary and Blake.
1: Can I be honest with you, man to man? You know, your mom and me, we always try to treat you kids the same. Always have. Hasn't always worked because, well, you're not all the same. You're adopted, and we don't talk about that enough. Because to me, you are every part my son. Maybe I, I, don't want you to feel like you stand out, but I need you to know something. I want you to stand out. I want all of you to be as different as you can possibly be in all the best ways. I love you as much as a human heart can, kiddo. You are an exceptional young man. So don't let your dad's poor choices make you feel afraid to be different, okay?
0: From Cranston, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us 2. It's a podcast dedicated to the show This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hi, everybody, and welcome. My name's Mary Larson.
2: My name's Blake, and I am the least... Musically inclined person on this planet.
0: <laughs> you know, I am uh, not going to disagree with you on that one. <laughs> I love you dearly. You have a great interest in music.
2: I mm-hmm. but... Lo- love me mu- I love love listening. Love watching. Love mm-hmm. going to the symphony. Love doing all of that. Yep. But I'll tell you what. If I had done what Randall did, yes, playing the piano. It would be worse than what he did. Right, (laughs) right. It would be an unmitigated disaster for (laughs) my entire life that I would never hear the end of forever.
0: Oh my gosh, that was something. That was something. So goodness. Uh, You know, seeing that, seeing him up on stage, I had to revisit the moment where he got to see his dad playing for his daughters and singing, and Randall's having all these moments of like, oh man, why am I not a musician? Why am I not a saxophone player? And just to see this biological grandfather, William, be able to sing and play for these these girls, Mm -hmm. um, it kind of tugged at my heartstrings, because um... Thankfully, William is there in their lives, but Jack isn't. Mm -hmm. And I know I'm kind of shifting gears because this episode was a lot about careers and a lot about being different and finding yourself. But what really struck me for some reason in this episode Um, And maybe it was because of that quote that we played in the beginning and how wonderful of a parent Jack was to really embrace that moment that, yes, we are going to see the elephant in the room. You are adopted um, and you are different and you're brilliant and we're going to embrace this and to embrace all these wonderful differences. And I'm so sad that he's not a grandparent for these daughters. Mm -hmm. And I myself um, grew up grandparentless. And, um, you know, it's, It's something that has been sad for me. It's been hard for me to relate to people who have really close relationships with their grandparents, and when those grandparents pass, because we're at the age now where a lot of people's grandparents have already passed away, and the ones that are still clinging on, it's even harder for those friends because they've had them, honestly, their entire life now through the beginning of their their adult life, Mm -hmm. and I haven't been able to really understand that until I've had kids, and I have been able to see the relationship that my children now have with their three living grandparents and how special that is and how wonderful it is to have these people in their lives and for me to see things that are lessons that my parents taught me that they're now able to teach to my kids. And I'm sad for Randall's kids that they're not able to learn These different things that Jack was able to share with him. And so being able to see this in in a different way that, yes, he didn't get to learn the piano from his biological father, but he learned to embrace the fact that being different is okay. People may not understand what it is that you do for a job. People don't understand what it is that I do for a job. (laughs) I'm like, I podcast and I help women feel creative and empowered with with makeup and owning their own business. And the people are like, what do you do? (laughs) I'm like, I work on my phone and it's amazing and I'm home with my kids and no one gets it and that's okay. And I'm sad that Jack isn't there, but I know that it lives on through Randall. And that's one of the things that really was poignant to me in this episode. So let's get into the show.
2: So the episode title for this one, episode 106, is Career Days. That's pretty Mm self-explanatory. Everyone was talking about their career in this particular episode. The director was actually someone who we are actually quite familiar with. Bring it up. Tell me. Guy's name is Craig Zisk. Mm. And uh, he's directed multiple uh, episodes of television, including the new show The Looming Tower, uh, Veep, Okay, Santa Clarita Diet on Netflix. I can't watch that one.
0: Do Barrymore Eats People or something? I don't know.
2: Uh, Preacher, Agent Carter, yeah, yeah. Fear of the Walking (laughs) Dead. Okay. Uh, Halt and Catch Fire. Hey! A total personal favorite of mine. Uh, One that I will recommend to everybody. And also another one too, Parks and Rec.
0: Oh, Yes. Another personal favorite of yes, Mary. Yes, Craig. Nice and, nice work.
2: So, And the writer was Becca Bernstetter. Uh, she has actually written for American Gods and all switched at birth, which is on uh, Freeform.
0: All right, so Lemonade rating for this episode. We're going to rate it on a scale of one to five, one being the worst episode ever, five being one of the best episodes ever. Um, I'm going to give this episode a 4.5. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed like certain bits of it really strongly, Mm -hmm. really strongly. There were some parts that... I felt okay about but some parts really kind of pulled at me in different ways Mm -hmm. so um, I'm I'm excited to see different aspects of this episode play out and that's why I'm giving it a high rating of 4.5 how about you Blake what did you give this episode
2: I'm giving this one a 4 okay that's a solid like B I was I was not um, in love with this episode okay and I I felt like it had a a fair amount of issues that kind of bothered me Mm -hmm. um but there is this one thing that I think that keeps this show together so far that I love. Tell it's me. it's basically human spackle. Okay. Human joint <laughs> compound that covers up the holes <laughs> on, on the wall. And that's Randall.
0: Okay. Randall
2: uh and Sterling K. Brown, who who plays Randall, makes this show.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Totally. I mean, it's it's incredible. Yeah. And um I just I, I love I love seeing him because he's a fully developed character, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but that—that's—we'll get into all the different reasons why I gave this one a four. But I—I I just this is the weakest one of of the series
0: that you've seen so far, so and far. it's only episode six. So Correct. I think you're okay. Correct. I think you're okay.
2: Correct. Well, what do you got for your G B G, my darling? The good, bad, and great.
0: My good, bad, and great. All right. My good. Is any and all of the singing in this episode? I really enjoyed that uh, we we opened up with Rebecca singing, mm-hmm. and then we even got to see Randall sing. So I just I just enjoyed the singing in this episode. So that that was a lot of fun for me. Mm-hmm. The bad was um, I just I had a hard time with the fact that Randall didn't know how to play the piano when he had so much access to it, and Rebecca. <laughs> could play it i know that this is like a little petty thing but when he was so sad that his birth father william could play the piano and he couldn't i i kind of felt a little sad for him right um and then my great was the moment when um when renal does come and he says my dad put on a tie every day because he had to but i put one on every day because i want to Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that. Once again, it was just embracing his career and and being true to himself. So I really, I really loved that bit. Right. How about you?
2: Uh, let's see. My um, my good was you know good on Kate for um, giving that little wench of a girl the business. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm talking about.
0: I do. I do.
2: Screw that little girl. I want she's nothing like, to do like with. Driving,
0: her. She's like driving. She's like. No. You can walk. We're all You can walk.
2: Right? I know. Uh so uh, the bad <sighs> Okay, this is one of the things that kind of bothered me. Kevin yes. and his co-star Olivia. Yes. You know, I I was I was kind of surprised um that they both hook up. Really? Um but and and I I mean that in a way that's like You saw it coming from a million miles away.
0: Exactly. And they're both thespians and living in New York.
2: And I just, I just feel like, I just feel like, what are we doing here? You know, like, it's just, and of course she has to teach him a lesson. That, okay. And, and she's like, oh, use this. You know, like from, uh, from Cars 3, when she she said, use that. When, when she's like, you're never going to be able to sleep with me again.
0: You just mixed in a little Cars Three I Pixar know, I into this. I, I did. I've I, been
2: watching way too many Cars Three with with with, our, with my son, our yes. son Reese. Um, so I I feel like you just saw that coming a million miles away. Yep. And another issue that I have with this with this episode is Kate. And I'll get into this in a little bit, but Kate, I have a problem with it because okay. Kate, so far this entire run, mm-hmm. and it's kind of coming to a head in this episode. Her, her life, her character, the problems that she's facing is just based on the fact that she's fat and nothing else. And let me, let me say one thing before I, I get in trouble here, which is this. The previous episode, the game plan, mm-hmm. right, was an awesome Kate episode. Why? Because it had nothing to do with just her... With her being fat, it was. It was about her. And it was her about dad. her and her dad and watching Traditions. football. yes. And 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 so far, she is kind of a one-dimensional character, and that's what I mean by saying her, all of her all of her story is just that she's fat. Like mm-hmm. Kevin, all of his story is that he's good-looking and he's he he's an actor, and that's it so far. Whereas Randall is fully fleshed out. Correct. Randall has real things, and and that's where this episode lost me. But the great. The great, the Bring great, it. Bring the, it. the great was because it was so bad. It was so so bad. Was that it was Randall singing? <laughs> it was so bad. Randall singing. I I wanted to. I I, got, I was sitting down and I was like appreciating this. I just wanted to crawl I, I want, my my soul wanted to crawl out of my skin oh my and gosh. and Seeing disappear him on stage into the ether. Making
0: uh, up that song. <laughs> and he then
2: he asks everybody to sing
0: along. The sing along part. <gasps> did anyone else <clears throat> you have to let us know. Did any of you feel like you were living a nightmare of your own? Did you feel that way? Oh
2: god, yes. Yes, where it it, it was it almost reminded me. of you know those <laughs> dreams that you have?
0: <laughs> yes. I was Gonna tell you about one of mine.
2: Well, no. Well, all right. Fine. Before my. Well, it's those dreams like where you're trying to scream out in horror and terror. Oh, no. That's, that's the, not That's mine. how it felt for me. You want to know what mine was? What was you?
0: <laughs> that I'm suddenly in a beauty pageant that I was not prepared for. I don't know the dance numbers for. I'm supposed to be singing and I'm in a bathing suit and I don't know how the hell I ended up on this stage because I did beauty pageants in college to pay for college. Great way to pay for college when you're a confident young woman. Except when you're uh, in your adult life. post two children mm-hmm. not really eating the way you're supposed to haven't actually been doing anything pageant like for quite some time that's a scary thing to be on stage if you're completely unprepared so that's been my nightmare mm-hmm. that I'm literally in a, you're like mm-hmm. do you believe this? I that's, do I watched Randall and I was like oh my god this is this is what it would be like if I went on stage unprepared <laughs> in a bikini.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, that happens. About
0: that. Anyway, so, uh let's talk a little bit more about breaking down this episode and about what you feel like are some of the big themes that came out of this episode.
2: You know, I, you know, it's it's hard to break this one down into a specific theme. Mm-hmm. And I and I say that because there's a lot that, I mean, y- your career. I mean, that and and that's kind of like um that's low hanging fruit almost
0: see, I saw it as being different, like I saw that as the major theme of this episode okay that's some some ways that you're different, so for example, Kate is different in her own mind Mm -hmm. you see it it's all Kate's self-reflection when when they're talking about getting ice cream during their port cards and Jack picks up um, Rebecca and Rebecca says I can't have ice cream I'll you know it'll be you won't be able to pick me up and Jack says oh you're so tiny you see the reaction on Kate I loved that moment because it's not always like smack in your face it's it's always Kate's inner monologue and then it's always on her brain and she knows that that makes her different and she's upset that she gets hired because that made her different that's what stood out to her um, and then with Kevin, I feel like he doesn't think he's any different mm-hmm. and that really what he would do to fight for his dad's attention to make him feel different was build these planes and that is searching for that uniqueness in life, that little difference in life. And that's one of the life lessons. That's one of the lessons that his his co-star. Was it Olivia? Is that her name? Um, was yeah, trying Olivia. to teach him Um because I just feel like he wasn't able to connect with this person when, when in reality he has lost his dad. And that does make you different than a lot of people who are in their mid-30s. Not everybody has lost their parents at that age. That is something unique that you can grasp and to understand what that incredible loss of love is like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Randall, of course is different and we get to understand that in this episode because he is so smart and he has this job that not a lot of people understand nobody actually understands it not even his (laughs) wife um but he embraces that he really embraces that so to see how these three different characters um and and with jack he wants something different for his life he wants these big three homes which i Desperately hope can come true. I don't want to see Jack in this cubicle for the rest of his life. I want to see him be able to have this job creation uh, and come true. But for now, he has to put his desire to be different aside for the greater of his family. And Rebecca tells him to chase his dreams. Mm -hmm. She says it's okay to be different. But he decides that being different and and doing his own path isn't as important as allowing his children to do that. So I right. saw it as that as the main theme of the episode.
2: No, I I, I get you, and I, and I hate to harp on the Kate issue. It it's just it has me small c small c concerned, not not capital C. I don't
0: understand. Oh, not capital okay.
2: C concerned. Small c concerned. Okay. Just because I want to see those themes that you just talked about, and I want to see Kate and Kevin develop into the same kind of awesome freaking character. That Randall is. Do you know what I mean?
0: But I think that that's what this episode for Kate was about. That Kate isn't just her size. It isn't just her weight. She is so much more. She has this experience, Grant writing. She has this experience of being incredibly organized. Everything that she says and she lays out, and she stands up for herself. And she tosses that little teenager out. So I actually think that she is saying, no, I'm not just this This woman who is of right. a certain size,
2: so maybe maybe they're on the right track maybe maybe they just established it and and now hopefully we're going we're going to keep moving forward you know and that's 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 what i'm I'm hoping for. one of the things that actually I really loved about this episode too was that moment that we have between Jack and Randall when they were kids when, when he was a kid um, and it goes off to the school. And he, And he touches his tie like oh, the that tie. moment
0: the tie adjustment: that moment oh is
2: God. earned. that moment emotionally uh is is earned uh, I mean perfectly, mm-hmm. you know I mean it, and whereas whereas the previous scene with with Jack kind of getting on Randall, it's kind of like it, it felt almost a tad forced, like, okay, we have to accomplish something here, but this scene, the one with the tie was freaking. Awesome.
0: You know, to, to bounce off of that, something that concerned me
2: mm-hmm.
0: is Rebecca's relationship with her adult children. Mm-hmm. So we see these really wonderful moments. I mean, Jack obviously has his faults. We've been able to see that he has had difficulty with his with his drinking. Um, you know, and and now he's he's on a high pedestal right now in the show. Mm-hmm. Rebecca In the past, fantastic. Mandy Moore sitting at the piano making up a freaking lullaby for her three babies Mm -hmm. who are asleep. A, that's magic. B, love Mandy Moore singing. C, you hear that Kate has this real huge divide with Mm -hmm. her mom. And you see the shirt with the small size and the extra large. And I'm wondering, like, what is it? Is it weight that drove them apart? Is it Kate's own inner monologue? Just like in that episode where she's at the party with the L.A. people, where she thinks, at least I took it, she interpreted that everyone was laughing at her. Sure. Was it something that Kate did or exasperated, you know, or is it really that there was something huge? Because we don't see... Rebecca calling Kevin or Kate. You know, obviously they're on the other side of the country. Now Kevin's in, you know, the the New York area. Right. But we haven't seen adult Rebecca for a few episodes. And that concerns me, whereas we're seeing all these tender moments with Jack mm-hmm. and his children.
2: How about, uh, speaking of Kevin being in New York, the fact that he, he's in this predicament with Olivia, and she's put to, put him in this predicament. I, you know, at the funeral? A, at the funeral. Uh, okay. Well, at the memorial. It, that, oh, yeah. that too was... Uh, a, a fairly, um, a, you know, a, a pretty well earned moment, and not with he and Olivia, but with he and the lady whose husband passed away.
0: Oh, Frank's. Oh wife. my God!
2: And when she the
0: pickles, <laughs> I would have eaten the pickles too. I love pickles. And when
2: she says, "Who who are you again?" <laughs> he just gives this little laugh. Uh, but there is this moment when he's talking to her. And in the she's kitchen. in the kitchen, and she says, um, talking about being fifteen. And uh, Kevin says, "Yeah, fifteen is a is a tough age. Sure is." And then immediately starts talking about his father and doing all of the, um, all of the models. Yes. And him begging for his dad's attention. He had to he had to do it specifically uh, to get his dad's attention. He had to be as strategic about it. It makes me wonder, did Ke- did did um jack mm-hmm. pass away when kevin was 15
0: oh i don't know you know it was weird in this episode because she asks um she asks kevin oh when did your dad die and it's like an obvious overdub Oh, a oh long time yes, ago. it yes, was like yes. very obviously overdubbed. So I don't know if initially they had him say his age or how many years ago, but or if they just didn't like how he said it. But it's a really weird audio cut. You and I both noticed that in yeah. video cut.
2: Um, the audio is one hundred percent different. Yes. Than. Um, it's
0: like he did it in our studio here in Cranston, Rhode Island. Right. It, it just it didn't
2: sound right. <laughs> no,
0: it didn't at all. It was it was a little awkward. A little I know. awkward. You okay?
2: Oh yeah. No, sorry. Apparently, on our live, we we are doing this live. By the way, yay! Uh, apparently, um, <laughs> our live stream did not have audio. <laughs> see we're on facebook live and we are on the mary and blake page and we, there you are, go. we are in our this is us group thank you very much there for watching go. and thank you for the five of you who have been watching us
0: <laughs> with no
2: audio apparently
0: oh jeez. i'm so, so sorry apparently
2: we had a technical mishap but
0: hey it's all good
2: what can you do it's all good we now have we're here. audio we're here. we're here hi
0: guys <laughs> well you have to catch the first half of the episode on, on the podcast. podcast. It'll Sorry be about soon.
2: that. Wow. Okay. That's that's when you have technology problems. Hashtag You know
0: what this just was? Technology
2: this problems. This was like
0: Randall's moment playing piano.
2: I, oh, you know what? There you I, go. I called it at the beginning of this podcast episode. Anytime I do something live in performance, it is just an unmitigated disaster. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know, it's all good. What a d- And, you know... Uh,
0: can I talk about Beth and Randall just for a hot second? Because I think yes, I like please. crushed on that couple hardcore in the past few episodes. But when she is talking to him about his midlife crisis and how he wants to learn to some music just because she doesn't understand really what it is that he does. I loved that playful banter. She was able to be straight with him. Like, honey, you need to calm down. You have an amazing job. No one is questioning you. Right. You know, don't worry about this. Don't worry <laughs> that this, this, biological father has just appeared in your life and you don't know how to play the piano. Right. But then he says, oh, I want to play the saxophone. And I loved how she just got so <laughs> sensual and playful with it. And their relationship, once
2: again, hashtag relationship goals. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> love it. I love them. Right? I love And that's why I'm calling from now on. From now on, I'm calling Randall the human spackle. Because... What they do, what they have created with Randall and Beth is so special. Mm-hmm. It is so relatable. Um, not only is he dealing with how uh, being black in his community and being feeling different, but being black and different in his own family. And adopted. Ra- adopted, raising his children, mm-hmm. having his biological father come into the... He is a fully fleshed out, realized right? character. And not only that... But having his wife be a part of this picture as well, it's it's just great.
0: And that's why. So we've been able, as you said, we are able to see that Randall is like this onion with layers. He's mm-hmm. He is multifaceted. And that's one of the reasons that we're gravitating towards him so quickly. We see his faults. We see his struggles. We see all this. And that's why I'm happy they threw in this bit with Kate. Mm-hmm. Where she actually says, you know, me and my mom have had a lot of difficulties so don't push your mom away. Because as I said, we, we haven't seen Rebecca calling adult Kevin or Kate. And so we, we know something's going on. But for her to say this, this is starting to add in those additional layers. It's mm-hmm. not just about her weight. Sure. There is more. There is some deep hurt that seems to have happened. Which
2: makes you wonder why. Um, well, it makes you, it. well, let me, let me say this. Let me put it this this way. It gives more evidence as to why she may have those ashes from Jack from the previous episode instead of Rebecca. Because I've been thinking about it and maybe it isn't having something to do with Rebecca and Jack of why she does not have those ashes. Perhaps it's because there's something going on between Kate and Rebecca. Oh man. That's just, you know, throw that out there. Look at you. You know, I'm 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 just just throwing it out there. I like it. And, you know, this show this show is funny and this is one of those episodes that makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Um because when I watch television, it, it it's a my brain goes into critical thinking mode. It and, does. And as you've heard Depends in this Fourth
0: Why We podcast about it. Right.
2: Um when my, my brain goes into critical thinking mode, and I start breaking things down, I start saying, "Okay, what's this character? What, why is they doing here? What's the motivation?" I am notorious for it on Outlander, our other podcast, Outlander Cast. I'm I'm notorious for it on the Leftovers, which is probably a good thing uh, for for me being like that. But this show, this show is a tad different for me, and I still think critically about the things that I have to think critically about because we're doing the podcast. Yeah, but I'm I'm. The 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 characters for the most part they feel so natural. It's almost like you're just peeking your head on reality TV. And it is.
0: It's crazy. It's like your little flag on a wall, except it's not Jersey Shore.
2: Right, and <laughs> which is a really good thing, by the way.
0: <laughs> Thank God,
2: right? <laughs> Although Olivia DTF DTF. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I almost forgot what that meant. Oh, no. How could
2: you ever forget what he did? See, see, little do you, listener, know that Jersey Shore is a, you know...
0: A monumental moment in our courtship story? Oh, oh, yes. yes. Okay. As was Meerkat Manor. (laughs) True story.
2: And Bridezilla and Tool Academy. There you go. We've watched some really bad television in our time.
0: That's why we're really excited to podcast about really good television. And and I,
2: I would love to say that it's a guilty pleasure, Jersey Shore. I would love to say that. But the problem is, is that when you consider yourself watching, if it's a guilty pleasure, you shouldn't feel guilty for watching something that you love, right? So I'm afraid to say that I just take pleasure out of watching Jersey Shore. We haven't watched it recently. No, but I fully intend. Back in the day, back in our our youth. In the the heyday.
0: In the heyday.
2: Oh. I understood what all these letters meant. What I'm getting at is uh, this show, I can turn that part of my brain off a little bit. And I could turn that part of my brain off a little bit because the characters are likable. And, the, and, and not only that, but the actors are very likable.
0: They're real. It's not even just about being likable. Yeah. They're real. I mean, even Kevin, who we saw as this pretty boy who pretty much had it all, being the Manny, being Wicked Famous, there's real people mm-hmm. that, that we know. Who are wicked famous and seem to be perfect. And really, you know that they're just normal people. Sure. That they have their own families. They have their own struggles. They have their own hardships. When Kevin took out that necklace and said, you know, I still wear this. This is my dad's. This is what I have of him. Yep. This is a big moment. And to hear him talk about building these model planes and for fighting, not for fighting for the attention, but for wanting that attention and having something special. I think you're right. This is different. It's not a mystery show that we're trying to solve. We're, we're watching these people because there's little bits of us in each of these characters or there's little bits of our friends or of our neighbors or of our classmates that we can see and we can relate to. Mm-hmm. And it almost takes your perspective and tweaks it. Sure. Tweaks it. Like as I said in the beginning, um, I didn't have grandparents growing up. Yep. And now I can kind of understand because I'm able to see what the influence is like. Our son just turned five and we got to have this wonderful experience with all of his living grandparents. Um, and now I understand why my friends who are 36 like me, just like these main characters, mm. why it's such a big deal to them. Sure. When their grandparents pass and you get to see this multi-generation uh, interwoven Aspect with Randall and William, mm-hmm. and and what little we got to see with Rebecca, and what they're missing without having Jack. I'm s-
2: still kind of reeling from that little flash forward we had the other episode ago. What was the last episode with Ugh. Randall sitting in the bed,
0: holding William's hat, holding like Williams packing hat and, everything and, up in a box,
2: and like when is that going to come? Because you know, mm. part of me feels like y- you don't introduce that unless you intend on he delivering. Has to die. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, do they deliver on that? by the end of the season. And part of me feels like they kinda have to.
0: I think his time is short is running short.
2: If 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 they were gonna be bold, if they were gonna make like a bold choice they would say, "No, I'm not doing that. We're gonna wait. We're gonna make you. We're gonna. We're gonna put this in at the beginning part of this, this this show, and we're gonna make you wait till like season three for that to pay off. That's a bold choice.
0: William would have extremely good vitamins for that to be possible. <laughs> I need mean, those are not Flintstone vitamins. vitamins. No,
2: no, no, no. <laughs> those are like super like Martian oh, vitamins. Oh my
0: goodness. Well, on that note, I think it's time
2: to close up the show. We gotta close up the show already. Yeah. Oh. But before we close out the show, tell me, your boy Miguel, your what boy about- Miguel gets a raise, he gets a promotion.
0: Good for him. He's and- not my boy. I don't know why you call him my boy. He's your boy. But anyway, good for him. Good for him. See,
2: you're happy for him because he's your boy. <laughs> All right, you ready to close out the show? Yes. All right. Hopefully, no technical difficulties with with this with this. Yes. All right.
0: So we want to let you all know that this episode of This Is Us Two is sponsored by MinuteWithMary.com I would love for you guys to search the hashtag Minute with Mary. It's me. Um, I help women feel more confident and have more fun with makeup and skincare. And it honestly is such a joy for me. As I said earlier in this podcast, I work from home. I am a professional podcaster. I'm home with my cat and my kids. And I like to help women feel more confident with makeup. So thank you so much for checking that out. And the hashtag Minute with Mary. But I've had a blast. So if you've liked this episode and had a blast too, find us in iTunes, Stitcher, or any of your favorite podcast apps. and uh, Or
2: check us out at Facebook at Mary and Blake. Yes. Or go to maryandblake.com to see all of our uh, podcasts, everything that we do.
0: For now, I'm Mary.
2: My name's Blake.
0: And this is Us Too.